0: This time on Matters. Don't speak
1: when I'm doing the intro. Girls, doesn't he look nice in those pants?
2: Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we we'll keep going. No, we got to
2: Um, my horse tragedy.
0: Pandama. uh, 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 uh all this and more on this exciting episode of matters Matters. his name is matt his name is matt and that's all that matters yeah hey everybody it's matt here uh this is the second part of our talk with maggie o'reilly it's a lot of fun we talk about what we're into right now If you missed part one, go back into the archives and take a listen to that. But in the meantime, enjoy our second installation of Maggie O'Reilly. Welcome back to Matters. Uh, You've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we're into right now. Um, Maggie, we didn't talk about this, but we might have.
2: We talked about it. yeah. Okay,
0: cool, cool, cool. Uh, Just making sure. Does anybody have one locked and loaded and ready to go? I do. Oh, go
3: Eric. There's some questions that that, um, are a precursor to this. So, Matt, do you have Matt Rose? Nope. Matt Noss. Yep. See? Doesn't even work. (laughs) Matt Noss, um, do you have Apple Music? Yes. Good. Because uh, Deanna and I were shopping for um, a baby gift uh, at the... Where were you guys registered? Modern, Natural, Modern Baby. Natural Baby. Modern Natural Baby. So that was fun. Walked in there, and I uh, was checking out the registry and heard the music going on. Did you hear the music going on? Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I assume you were in. You were involved in the the picking out. Yes. and doing yes, the registry I was. and all that. Um, did you? Did you guys? So the reason I asked if you had Apple Music or not because I almost got this, but I was like, "Fuck, you can just get it on Apple Music." Who the hell buys stuff on? You know, who buys music for anybody other than vinyl if it's Barbra Streisand?
2: Um, (laughs) I bought the Adele CD because it came with three extra tracks and they were hot. Okay, okay. okay. I
1: I buy... That's... that's, I I actually... I've never bought a song. I've only bought, like, CDs and stuff like that. Still to this day.
3: But with the subscription service now, now it's it's all there, right? Anyway, this is what I considered buying for you in, in CD form while I was there, but I figured didn't have to because you'd have okay here we go
0: I do love these
3: isn't it great
0: <laughs> I love it heartbreaker
1: So you did notice Man, this. that guy was yeah, a xylophone yeah. virtuoso. Hopefully. So oh.
3: Matt oh. Rose and Maggie, I don't know if you've um, been into this, but they play, it the whole time I was there, they were playing Rockabye Baby uh, CDs or whatever, right. and they're all available on iTunes, and this was the lullaby renditions of Van Halen. And knowing that your baby kind of moves to Van Halen, I thought, oh, you
1: got to get this stuff. got to get okay, Van Halen Okay, so one. I need to know. You need to find this out. If you have to look right now, Perruption? that's totally it's cool. Right now, what? I was gonna say, I need you to find out if they have Lullaby Slayer.
2: <laughs> if you play. if
1: you can find Seasons in the Abyss, or I'm like, sure someone's made it. Oh, I <laughs> just want to no hear way. it. That's the, <laughs> That's that's the thing.
2: This is completely a, a change of scene, but. For your baby, from yeah. me, you should buy. And this is gonna sound really cheesy, but the Jewel Lullaby CD for children oh, yeah. is incredible.
1: Really, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, she did have a very pretty voice.
2: She does, and her lullaby CD is fantastic. And I only know that because we bought it for my cousin, and he would like just stop moving completely when it came on. Like he was just baffled by it. Really, <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Holy
0: cow! I.
2: Maybe I should buy it for you. (laughs) I'll buy it for you. (laughs) Well, I might
0: just have it on uh, one of those two streaming services. Oh.
2: well, Because that's more
0: likely. uh, It was funny because I was just talking to Brian Lark about this because he reached out. He was like, were you looking for a hi-fi? And I was like, uh, we were having the conversation because we have a lot of Sonos speakers. um, And we love it because I don't have room for one. Yeah. Like the house is pretty packed. And I'm like, I want a turntable. I, I want like a amp. I yeah. want I want like an older, like what I dreamed of when I was a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. hi fi. I just don't have the room for it in the yeah. house. And the Sono speakers are really nice, mm-hmm. but um, I don't even have a CD player right now. Oh okay. man, I've got ice? I've got all
1: of that <laughs> stuff, dude. I have like two systems in my basement that. Are Well, one of them is my original Pioneer that I had when we were in high school. That one's a tube. That one's staying with me. But I have... You have a tube Pioneer amp Oh, hell yeah, man. I got that thing in like 90, 91. Wow. Yeah, that thing is sweet as bear meat. But the... <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, that's
2: the weirdest saying I've ever heard. <laughs>
1: that's dolomite, man. What are you going to do? Oh, um, I But I it. also, I have a Kenwood that I bought, geez, 10 years ago. It's... It's I mean it's a great it's it's a great system if you want it man. I, mean, I I had it I had it like tuned up so to speak. I took it to an electronic shop and I was like make sure everything works how it's supposed to and they gave it the thumbs up and I've just been trying to find someone to to take it. And I'd rather give it to someone who I knew was going to use it versus selling it.
0: Yeah, like right now I can't take it cuz I mm-hmm. don't know where I'd put it and then
1: right it would be a waste but uh, in five years, who knows where we'll be? Well, I mean, like I have a couple speaker sets. I'm, I'm, I'm turning into a, a hoarder, so I need someone to help me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it.
0: I get, I get that part. Um, I was gonna say something. I was gonna ask. Oh, you have, you have a turntable. Mm-mm. You I have, have a record player, player. A
2: but my record player sucks. I need a new record player. I, I know what you mean now. I'm sorry, okay. but <laughs> <That> <laughs> my, the turntable itself part is fine. The mm-hmm. speakers—it's just an old system, so I need a new one.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because I was gonna ask you, where are you playing these Barbra Streisand records then?
2: Oh, they're just for me to look at. It's no, an I'm just, old just kidding. <laughs> she cranks it up. I would just actually—I owned my first Barbra Streisand record before I owned a record player. She's a queen. <laughs> 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 She's the light of my life. What uh, is
0: it about Barbara that that captures your imagination? She
2: is the epitome of just fucking being herself and owning it. And I just think it's glorious. Any woman who has five different arranged areas of velvet seating with a <laughs> teapot and a flower pot, I am... She's living her best life, and I can I think, just tell. I
1: think of two people of being themselves on their own terms. Barbara Streisand and Gigi Allen.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, no one else would be able to just stand on stage and sing the way we were at 75 in front of a velvet stool and be, like, respected. And Barbara Streisand's just out there owning the night on her Netflix uh <laughs> documentary you know and it's just i don't know she's just great and when i remember though seeing funny girl for the first time and being completely blown away and being like that is everything i want to be in a person is like that just completely bold and fearless and i just think she's great
0: when i think when you were talking about barbara there the first person that came into my mind was our mutual friend lauren bickers
2: yeah bingo She's my uh, real life Barbara Streisand. Lauren Vickers,
0: uh, we need to get her on the show. I need to ask her. I'd like she... to
2: be here when that happens. <laughs> she... Lauren is actually was actually my teacher almost every term when I was a student.
0: Really? Yeah, I wow. had
2: her, I think I counted like six or seven times. She's between improv best. and writing. And then oh, wow. I, when we were out of the program, me and Julia... Actually, no, I was still in the program. Me and Julia asked her and Kara to do uh, Magic, Magic and, and Preach. Preach for one of the 24-hour marathons. We didn't even think they would say yes, and they did. We had so much fun that we like just established the troupe with the four of us. And uh, Lauren Bickers and Kara Troutman are my top dogs. Those are my heroes right there. I they
0: are... Some of my favorite. We need to have Kara on. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was because we asked her and she was like, "Yes, of course I'll do it." Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, "Why? I need to follow up on that because I would love to have Kara on." Oh my god. I want to be here for both of those. You want to be here? (laughs) (laughs) Just fly on the wallet for both of those. No,
2: I just want to be mic'd up talking with (laughs) them.
0: You're like. Actually, I just want to do a podcast with Lauren. <laughs> the mats are on location. It's
2: us and Hanky. <laughs> <laughs> They're do- the mats are doing something stupid, so we're... <laughs> Matts a dad. The other one's got his speakers, and here we are. <laughs> it's time to talk to Lauren Vickers and Cara Drowman. And me. <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with another horse story by that one <laughs> I'll make another horse story I will find a horse <laughs> and I will successfully ride it once in my life
0: <laughs> when you said the horse stories all I remembered was I, I, have like, I don't have an even close to equal no. horse story but like anytime that you get on a horse you're usually getting on a horse that like hundreds of people have ridden <laughs> and is uh, uh, their uh, horses have their own temperament, mm-hmm. and some of them are just like so done with people. It's one of the dumbest things
2: humans do is get on a horse. Why mm-hmm. would you get on and straddle a wild beast that you cannot control? No, and people are mm-hmm. like people re- like my brother actually for his. Childhood birthday, another horse story. Uh, oh, I, w- no. I didn't ride it. No, this one was fine. My mom like rented a horse for his birthday, and like all these kids like got on it and like ro- rode it around the backyard and shit. And I'm just like, that's not safe. Why do we have that horse here? Like, why do people trust these animals? I I just I mean, like, I love them. I think they're beautiful, and I hope they're I taken that, care of. I think that horses
1: but- are are pretty domesticated. Um
2: not the ones I get on.
1: <laughs> I domesticated. Well, now to be fair, it wasn't the horse that was the problem. It was the saddle that was the problem. That's true. I think you have a saddle problem.
2: <laughs> I have a lot of problems, Matt Rose.
0: Well, I was thinking I went I, I rode a horse once and they were just like, uh, that that horse is a little grumpy."
2: <laughs> That's something you want to hear. That's you exactly get a horse. what you
0: want to hear because we were in Kentucky. At at one of the premier Kentucky horse farms. Okay. And of course, oh my gosh. they offer trail rides yeah. there. Like, Manowar was bred on this. And Manowar is like a famous triple mm-hmm. crown winning horse. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Like, <laughs> oh, God. The first thing that was in my head when I said he was a triple crown winning horse was a drop of his semen was a million dollars. Holy
2: shit. <laughs> Just a drop.
0: Just a drop. Um, So I don't know where that came from. They say that's all it takes. (laughs) Right? Just just a sweet drop. Um, But, like, I got on this horse, and this horse was so done for the day that it immediately started walking me into trees.
2: (laughs) See?
0: I
3: have something on my back.
0: Get yeah. This guy off of me. Like it knew the trail so well. It would be going straight, straight, see the tree and be like, Roop.
2: yeah. Just move
0: right the into. The first horse it. I ever was-
2: rode on was trying to throw me off a mountain. So yeah. right. <laughs> like uh, I just, you know, they don't need to be ridden. <laughs> like just leave them alone in the wild. <laughs> uh no one learned anything from Black Beauty. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea what that movie is about. I'm sure people learned something.
3: It's A horse, it's black. And <laughs> beautiful horse. It's beautiful. Aww. It's
0: beautiful. It's a real beautiful horse.
1: <laughs> uh, Maddie, you got anything you're into right now? Um, come back to me in a second when I think of something.
0: Alrighty, uh, Maggie, you are you loaded up, ready to go?
2: Um, well, like I was saying earlier, I feel like all I do outside of improv is listen to podcasts now and i'm super into radiolab right now oh, oh radiolab, the best. great! yeah the like best. i remember listening to uh, like one of the whatever like the most recent episode was like a year or two ago and just being like oh i'm bored like i don't know what it was about it was probably about like molecules or something <laughs> and i was just like can't compute you know but like then like probably about six months or so ago i was like done with all of the my favorite murder podcasts and everything i was like i can't listen to any more murder. Or i might be a murderer right. so i needed to switch it up a bit and it just came on and it was like this uh episode all about um like these two parents who's like it was actually pretty sad but it was also like so well done and just mm-hmm. like I love the two guys who hosted I it. love Robert, Robert rich, rich. rich yes yeah. so much I was
1: I was thinking just a, a couple Apple seconds Rock. yeah I can
2: never pronounce his name that's why I didn't <gasps> <laughs>
1: um I, I think that like basically when a guy gets over 60 he should have a couple choices of who he sounds like, and one of them should be Robert Crow. Oh my God, I hope so.
2: I hope every man sounds like that at 60. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's He's great. a freaking delight. They're so he is, great. he's delightful. Yeah. That, is, that is exactly the way that you describe Robert yeah. Krulich's you voice. You hear
0: his voice, and even when he's misguided, he's just, uh-huh. you forgive him because it's like,
2: yeah and I mean like they've taught me things about shit that I would never have given a shit about I just said shit three times (laughs) (laughs) I I literally like one episode and I keep bringing this up actually as of recently because I just keep recommending it to people and sending people different episodes because one episode will be about again like molecules and it's like okay this is too heady for me but I'll listen and maybe I'll retain something they still make it interesting they make it so interesting yeah and then like the next episode was there was this episode about Three buttons. Did you guys listen to that one? Yes. I loved that episode so much. And one of the buttons was literally a button on an elevator button, the closed door button. Yep. 90% of the time or 70% of the time, it's not hooked up. And I was just like, what the hell? And now, like (laughs) every elevator I get in, I do the freaking radio lab test and I'm like, (laughs) "Ugh!" like put my arm through the door to see if it closes and everything. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just find it so interesting. I love that show. Huh.
0: What was the first episode that grabbed you? Do you, do you remember?
2: Um, first episode I listened to that grabbed me because I was like, well, this is super interesting. And then I was like, what the fuck? Was uh, there was an episode about dolphins? Yes. You remember the dolphins? Yes. Were? Where the lady whacked off a dolphin to get them to participate in their study. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah. Saturday
1: Night Live did it, yeah. they did yeah yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah they did a a, a joke on that totally. they did a yeah. joke
1: on
0: that and it was like such a heady yes. joke because like jacking off a dolphin is already pretty funny but like I mean it's just <laughs> such a stupid concept yeah but it was like when you listen to this woman on Radio Lab get interviewed. How casual. Well, the
2: best part is they interviewed her for what, like five ten minutes before they even brought that into it. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I trust this woman. She knows what she's talking about with this dolphin. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And then it swam up to me. And I was like, wait, wait. I was <laughs> <I'm> like,
0: what? <laughs> hey, <Susan>? she, <laughs> she's so casual yeah. about it. She would be like, so we were trying to run the studies. And uh, obviously the dolphin wasn't having it. So I. Had to give him a quick tug, and then he was yeah. ready to do business. She's like,
2: "Otherwise, we would get nowhere." She's like, "So, in order for me to get past or the information I needed, I, you know, I, I didn't think anything of it." I'm like, uh, "Ma'am,
0: you gave handies to, <laughs> to dolphins. dolphins,
2: and they knew you were good for it." <laughs> like, <laughs> like these dolphins figured it they out. They came yeah. back.
1: They're smart. They're not stupid. No.
2: Yeah, but That's no, like, radio loves
1: like,
0: the best. I can't wait to get my corkscrew cock back <laughs> into her end. I guess I
2: didn't give the two best examples of the button guy and then the dolphin <laughs> jerker but I swear give it a listen they're good My there's f- some that make me literally so emotional in the best ways yep. Like, there was one I listened to today about these parents who um, didn't think that their baby was actually gonna be born because um, they were just like told the whole time that it, it just wasn't gonna work, mm-hmm. and then the baby actually was born and they um but she was born so premature uh, that they weren't sure of what her status was gonna be. They ended up doing surgery on her and they were so scared to, to do the surgery because when they're born that premature, like the skin is like nothing. Right, mm-hmm. and um it was like. The most like emotionally gripping thing in the world. And then at the end you hear the little girl's voice and she's two years old. And I was just like, Goodbye. <laughs> I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> and her name's Junebug. And like the dad read her Harry Potter while she was like in an incubator and she was responding to it. Like and oh, wow. it was just like the cutest little story of these two parents who like had so much will to love their child. And it was just like God, like it was so good, and like that's in the repertoire with the woman who jerked off a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like you're getting all kinds of yeah, things. yeah. They cover like, it
1: high and low. High
2: I think, and low. I think that
1: Radiolab also did a thing on the story about Henrietta Lacks. Yes, they did. Um, and that was, like, that was fascinating. And yeah. that was that was before the movie was made and stuff, where like they. You're right they cover like really heady stuff mm-hmm. and then you know once in a while they'll cover something that's a little bawdy. a, lot, a yeah, lot more accessible
2: totally. <laughs> yeah but i mean like there's there i i've literally had every emotion while listening to that podcast i'd say it is Definitely my number one favorite podcast is Radiolab. The one about patient zero is so interesting. Oh, my God. That one was fascinating. I listened to it twice in a row. Yeah. That one one was really fascinating. That was so good. Yeah.
0: I don't remember that one.
2: That was about well, patient zero just means like the first patient. The first patient, to right. and it was something. the AIDS crisis. The AIDS yeah. crisis, yeah. Where and, he, but, was
1: a, um, he was a he was a stewardess, right, or a yes, steward? Yes, but
2: they found out that he wasn't even the first patient who had it. <gasps> it was earlier before that, but that man's life well i mean he was not doing some pretty he was doing some pretty shitty things to the (laughs) world as well but he was like blamed pretty much for being the first patient in america to have it and and then it was found out that there was patients like early in the 1900s that had it but they didn't (laughs) know what the disease was yet so they they didn't know how to classify it so their death was classified as something completely different holy crap yeah
1: yeah like i i think that um for uh, for a lot of patients with end stage syphilis, a lot of the same symptoms are there because your immune system basically just. Yeah. Pfft. So a lot of times they'll they'll like mislabel what something is when they don't really know. It's like, well, what does it resemble the most? And then, you know, you've got to basically have like a forensic detective go back and look at stuff to even figure out, you know, oh, shit that that probably wasn't even, you know, what they diagnosed it in the first place. It was something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, have you ever listened to Hidden Brain?
2: I do like Hidden Brain. I, do, I, I, like I dabble Hidden in Brain. Hidden Brain too, but right now I'm trying to get through all of the Radiolabs. I'm in 2015. There's a lot. Or wait, I just finished 2015. So oh, I'm wow. moving so into my 2016.
0: Three favorite episodes of Radiolab I think are right around that time. I've probably heard them. So, The Black Box
2: haven't heard that one yet. So
0: there's three examples of the black box. Love. And uh, one of them is anesthesia. One of the
1: black boxes is anesthesia.
2: Anesthesia is the scariest thing in the world. In the world. <laughs> and I know that because I work with it.
1: I, I when, <laughs> this is going to sound weird. Whenever I was going under for surgery, that was the thing that I looked forward to the most. Really? Because, well, they give you the three shots. Mm-hmm um so i was getting ready to go for a really painful surgery and so um the first shot they give you is like the best shot in the world Mm -hmm. because they give you the shot where it's like i'm not i'm not worried i'm not afraid of anything this is the greatest feeling of all time yeah and they're like all right we're gonna give you another shot you're still gonna feel great and they give you the shot and it's like this is why am I not like this all the time? <laughs> and they're like, all right, we need you to put your butt up in the air. <laughs> yeah. And then like, all right, we're going to give you. And then you wake up a couple hours later. Yeah. When
0: I had my uh, appendix. Appendix?
1: Yeah, you had your appendix on. Huh?
0: Yeah. That's the
1: one down here, right, guys? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> my little appendix. Um. I like how people can ask me your medical history. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, I was very he's, happy. He's, he's, he's B positive. <laughs> no idea what i am um
0: (laughs) when i had that um you know it it all happened so fast it was like i went in because some i knew something wasn't right and they're like yeah it was just yeah it just was odd it was just not right something was wrong is
2: a bitch
0: something was wrong (laughs) yeah and uh we went in it was like my appendix was twisted oh jesus Um, Oh yikes so they were like it's got to go and I just remember, like you basically get undressed and on on the thing, and then the it's so cold, but they put these warm blankets on you, mm-hmm. and then they give you dilaudid. Oh it's Jesus! Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. You just sink, and yep. I'm and I'm like, well, now I understand why people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the black box episode on on that is so fascinating because they for until like recently didn't really know how anesthesia worked no
2: Mm-mm.
0: they had no they just knew it knocked you out yeah that was about all they knew <laughs> but they didn't know what the brain waves were doing because like i guess our brain waves are kind of erratic they're all over the place and what the the anesthesia does it actually makes them go in phase then once they're all in the same, you're gone. Mm-hmm. It was it's fascinating. It was like I was instantly hooked. Then the second one that I love is the one about CRISPR.
2: Yeah, I just oh listened yeah, to that, that was
0: one. that
1: was really fascinating. The, yeah. the
0: CRISPR one, I was like, I'd never heard of it, and that's the um.
1: where they CRISPR inject? is
0: short for uh, as a long acronym, but basically the idea is they take out a strand. So like they'll look at a gene. Or, uh-huh. And they'll be like, okay, this segment of the gene is not good. Okay. Is a disease. Let's just yeah. say it's a mm-hmm. disease. So, what they'll do is they can program other proteins to go in and they start cutting out those parts of that gene and implanting themselves and then making those genes. Reproduce,
2: yeah, that was such a wild so
0: (laughs) extrapolated. It could be, I like to its nth nth degree, is in utero, I want my baby to be blue eyed, blonde hair, muscle. This, like, do the checklist. They're not even close to that, but it's like Van
3: Halen fan,
0: Van Halen fan. (laughs) Gotta the Halen is all the healing this baby be (laughs) needing, but like it's fascinating because they didn't it's so new and so powerful that the science community doesn't even know what to do with well, it well
2: that's actually probably the fact about crispr that scares like conservatives is that they think that people are doing that so they can manipulate life but really that is an extremely Right. awesome thing that is happening because if you think about it they can uh use those genes or those uh whatever yeah. that they're using the proteins or whatever to go in and actually um cut away at like disease and like things real like that. disease yeah. yeah and so it's it's so fascinating but like i could only imagine being like that scientist who was like holy shit look at what's happening you know right like, god
0: Oh my God, it's replicating! Yeah. Oh my God, it's mm-hmm. it, the what I wanted to get rid of yeah. is gone. Yeah, and the third one that just blew me away was the mold in the soil.
1: Oh, that one was really
0: recent, wasn't it? And that was within the last two years.
2: Okay, yeah, I not heard that one.
0: And that one is all about the root system of trees, how they communicate with other trees. <gasps> Through. Oh my
1: god, that one was that one was insane. I was thinking of a different one. That one was nuts. So
0: if you if you go into your backyard and uh-huh. you go by a tree and you dig into the soil, you'll probably find the roots. But in the soil, in the cross section, you'll also see like white threads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mold. This mold communicates with the trees.
2: Oh, and
0: has the ability to release proteins and things like that which help feed the trees but what they'll do is like if a tree is dying mm-hmm. the mold will know before anything else will so it'll stop sending its nutrients to that
1: tree and start sending more nutrients to a healthier wow, that's tree wild. or if um, if one tree is particularly stricken with drought and the other trees in the area have enough water it they will actually, Coordinate to get that tree more water. Well, the tree it's in my backyard must have been
2: unpopular because it died <laughs> uh, last well, year, and well, all the other trees also, are just as healthy. They're like there,
1: healthy. they were, they were talking about how certain trees communicate better than others, and there was one type of tree. I think it was like a weeping willow, where they were like, "Yeah, that's the sad trombone of trees," <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it's called the weeping willow. willow yeah, <laughs> it didn't have a chance that's so funny but yeah that was like they were it was it kind of it kind of played a little bit into um stuff that was in avatar where they were like trees can actually communicate through the root systems and stuff um i mean not like in the movie but you know still it's, it's really fascinating to think that Trees can actually communicate in that way, and yeah. when you look at how big a tree's root system is, basically when you look at a tree, you see how big the canopy is, that's essentially how big the root system is. yeah. And when you've got a forest, that is a lot of roots, so that's a lot of you know a lot of communication that can go back and forth between trees. It's pretty crazy. it's a great app. yeah, it's a great app. Yeah.
2: um the advanced directive episode also like really changed my mind on some things what was it which one was directive? that it was talking about an advanced directive, which is like um, you sign what you would want to happen to you if you cannot communicate for yourself. Oh, oh! oh. So it's like a, it's a document that uh, the hospitals would store for you. So if <laughs> you were unconscious, 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 ugh, I can't even speak. If you um, couldn't Welcome speak to the for club. yourself, and uh, and they needed to give you blood, or uh, so it's kind of like a that. DNR,
1: but when you're conscious,
2: yeah. Uh, Well, that's pretty much it is. Mm -hmm. DNR uh, is a part of that whole thing. And that was so wild because uh, we're in a society of um, do anything to live society, whereas that's not really what's best for you. Yeah, Um, like
1: in, in a lot of countries in Europe, especially Nordic countries, you're actually, I forget which one it was, but you're actually legally allowed once you get permission from a doctor to kill yourself. You Have can you act-
2: ever seen that documentary? Yes. Dying, it was, or What is it oh called? Oh my god! It was. Um, it was so. How to depressing. die in. Shit! What was that documentary I, yeah, called?
1: I I don't remember what it was called. That but I was just remember. Intense, I yeah. just remember watching the one woman. Like she had her friends and the the oh. few family that would come over. Come over and then they gave her the medication and she was like sitting Oregon, on the couch
2: I think, or something like that.
1: I it, it, I I don't remember. I, I'm not gonna be honest I blocked a lot of it from my brain because it was really depressing
2: It was very depressing but also I mean
1: it it I mean people
2: it, it was interesting
1: yeah like I, I I was talking earlier about how like the company I work for now when it snows they'll send out an email and they're like hey you're all adults you can figure out when you want to go home and when you don't mm-hmm. and we're all adults. We should be able to figure out when our lives end and when they don't. Well,
2: so we do it for animals, you know? We are humane enough for animals to see that they're suffering and to give them a, you know, a peaceful death. Like, I'm not... I actually, for the first time ever, uh, was... There for when a dog was put down not too long ago. Oh God, that is and it's it's the saddest, most horrible thing in the world. But isn't it like also the most peaceful thing you've ever seen? Like I was surprised at how peaceful that was. Mm -hmm. And I uh, I know that sounds weird or whatever, but I was like that dog was in so much pain, and I just watched it like peacefully not be in pain anymore. And it was like it was uh it was like an awakening moment to see that happen. I've never. I've never watched anything die peacefully. What, the, what you know? they'll
1: what they'll do um, is, I mean, depending on the size of the animal, obviously, uh, they'll actually let you hold the animal. Well, oh, I was while there they, the whole time. Yeah, because yeah. I, I I got to hold my cat when um, when I had him put to sleep, and I mean, I didn't know how quick it was. Yeah. So, I, you know, I was I was holding him and the um the doctor was like, are, are you ready for me to give him the shot? And I said, you know, yeah, thinking it would not be over as soon as she gave mm-hmm. the shot. Yeah. And so she gave the shot and I was still holding him and I was like, so how long will it take? And she's like, he's dead. Yeah. And I wish I would have known. <laughs> I wish I would have known that it was that quick ahead of time. Yeah. Um, But I had, you know, I mean, I had already said everything i wanted to say to him but yeah you know that was
2: yeah i mean i end of life care is completely individual and i'm glad we live in a world uh that you pretty much can if you know where to go uh, have your um you know your wishes taken for you but i i I was really uh that was really eye-opening to listen to that episode of um of Radiolab, and I'll send it to you guys after this because it's so funny. Because like people, they interviewed people on the street and they asked them, like, "Would you want this? Would you want this?" Blah, I think blah, I blah. made
0: it to that part of it, and then I was like, "I'm not ready." Like you have to be in the right right mindset. Yeah. yeah, 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 you yeah. Really And do. I was like, "I'm not ready for this That's right now." That's
2: fair. That's totally fair. Yeah, I apparently just am always in it. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> well, it is
0: funny because like in the medical profession, yeah, you it's it is that thing I feel like I
2: wouldn't have been able to listen to it if I hadn't been working where I do I I feel like I've definitely come to the realization you have to think about it from different angles now that Mm -hmm. I've worked in the health field for so long like I uh, because I too always was like I want to live do whatever you can to get me to live but like listening to uh that episode and obviously talking to doctors and everything like you see that they do things for humans that they wouldn't even that is inhumane yeah uh they well my
0: mom has story i mean cardiovascular you can only imagine like they straight out cabbage out and the family's like keep them alive keep like there's nothing there no yeah i mean if my if
1: that vent isn't running yeah that person is gone Yeah. yeah i like mine though would be like Yeah, he came back, but, like, is he in a good mood?
2: (laughs) Yeah, right? Well, the funny thing they did in that they did this, uh, they actually pulled data from television shows because that's where us dumb humans get most of our information from. And so they watched all of these programs and they surveyed them, and I think it was, like, 70 to 80% of people who um, are, like, revived in a TV show live in, like, are okay afterwards. Oh, Where no. in, like, no, in real no. life, it's, like, no. 6%. Yeah, okay. it's not even... <laughs> it was, like, yeah, and, like, of that 6%, I I'd, 6% might not be completely accurate, but I think it was 6 it's or 7. It's very low, though. And it was, like, 2% are in a worse state. Uh, The other 2% is in, like, a okay state and then the other are just like vegetables and it's just like good lord you know and i mean it it just really makes you think like how would i want to be treated if i couldn't speak for myself because also you have to think because they do that thing where they show you from every angle that's why i love radio lab um where there was this doctor Who's um, son and uh, wife were interviewed as well, and he was like, I wouldn't want to be resuscitated, I wouldn't want all this stuff. And the son was like, But what if me and mom? like, what about me and mom? Like he's like, But you also have to think about it, what if you and mom didn't agree? Then yeah. one of yeah, you yeah, yeah. would one have of you has to, to make yeah, that. Decision. Yep. I don't want you to have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And like that's something I never thought about. You that's know? wild. Yeah, that yeah. is
0: not what people think about no. it. No.
2: No, so it, it's just it, that was a really, uh, it was a very deep uh, episode, but it was so worth listening to. It was very, very, very good. Yeah, love Radio Lab. Sorry, it's
0: great. No, no, <laughs> uh, it's it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I'll go next because it is podcast related. Um, and this is stupid, but I don't know why I've never done this before. I'm now listening to podcasts at one and a half speed. Oh, yeah. and What is that? So uh, if you have iTunes and you have Apple Podcasts, and I think other players have this option, you can listen to it at normal speed or you can speed it up a little bit, like one and a half speed, and it'll just play it a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. But if it's a well-produced show and you have people who enunciate, it doesn't impact it at all, really. It just makes something that would have been an hour and 15 minutes. A little bit more like 40 to 45 minutes. And it has helped me get through more podcasts because I I listen to a lot of podcasts. I mean, we do this show. So I do three shows total, and I want to listen to each one every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to hear the quality of it yep. once I publish it, just to be like, oh my God, why didn't I edit that? Oh my gosh, why do I say for sure like like <laughs> punctuation? Like, why does
2: Maggie breathe so heavy? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> what you know, how can I improve in all those things? But when you start to think about like I'm already doing three days a week, 730 to at least 10 30 at night. Yeah. When am I gonna listen to all these shows? And then mm-hmm. I have to edit them, which is, again, listening to them again. But it's not quite the same as just yeah. listening to them. One and a half speed has helped me get through more shows. Because the other thing is, like, it's hard to connect with another podcast mm-hmm. if you don't listen to their show. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That, like, that's – Matters is starting to have more guests on because we, we did it kind of solo as the three of us for a very long time which was super fun and we liked it but it's hard to grow an audience unless they like us yeah yeah you and know, no one
2: likes you 3 we no. are unlikable no. you 3 are just torture people. <laughs> but like it,
0: it is that thing where it's easier to get new things out of us yeah with a guest or to revisit things in a new way with a guest than it is just to cuz Matt and I can talk forever because that's just the, the weight of our relationship. And then when Eric gets in the mix, it's like, all right, cool. We've got... We've got all this, but to be able to hear other people's shows and be like, they'd be a good fit on this show. Like yeah. you, I knew you'd be a great fit. Oh, thanks. Just because talking to, talking to you and, and knowing you, I was like, oh, I'd love to have her on the show. Thanks. I was so happy that you, you were able to, and happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, happy birthday. Thank I, what? you. I didn't
2: know this. Yeah, my birthday was, what's the date? The 30th? 14 days ago. Yep. <laughs> I but could have that, just said the date, but I wanted I, to do <laughs> math. <laughs> I have an
1: excuse in that I had no idea.
2: Whatever, Matt. (laughs) We started on a bad note. He doesn't even know my birthday. (laughs) We started at the end of the show. (laughs) We ended on a bad note, Matt. (laughs) Just kidding.
0: But uh, yeah, uh, give it a try. It's not bad. One and a half speed on the old iPod. Oh
1: boy, I'm as old as time.
2: iPod. <laughs> get um, your old,
0: old Victrola out. Nah, just I give like, it an extra crank.
1: I like how you did um what my dad will do, where he'll say the old and then he's trying to remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the old pod machine. Get uh, your, the get, old uh the old radio shows. Get your potties
0: all in a row <laughs> and pot them up yes a one and a half speed
1: my I don't dad know if my I'd dad be able to do that though my dad literally thinks speed. i have a radio show really Cause he doesn't because he doesn't know what a podcast is so yeah my mom I, i've tried either. to explain and then it, like i could see that it wasn't making sense so it was like it's like a radio show but it's but it's online
2: yeah she my mom called me like before i was coming over here and she was like oh what are you doing tonight and i was like oh i'm going to my friend matt's to do a podcast and she's like Okay, <laughs> I, was like, I know she doesn't know what this is. <laughs> yeah, so.
1: All right, Maddie, what do you got? It doesn't matter.
2: Yes, it
0: does.
1: <laughs> oh God, um, I'm—I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but I'm really into Android Auto, just because it really makes, um, driving a lot easier. I get so, it. All I have to do, like when I'm getting ready to leave the house, is just hook my phone up and then, you know, tap uh, the map icon to bring Waze up, and then Waze gets me to work. Or if I wanted to listen to, I don't know, a podcast, I can actually do it from the console. Just say, all right, open Google Play and then go to um, whatever the podcast is that I want to listen to. And since I have um, the Wi Fi in my car, I can just. Listen to it from the car. It's yeah, really my cool.
2: favorite thing about this phone, the iPhone eight. The only thing that has changed is I can say "Hey Siri," and she'll like. Well, luckily she didn't listen to me then, but <laughs> she'll like pop up, and yeah, I can ask yeah, her. Yeah, I can. To do I shit. can do the same thing with yeah. uh,
1: with my phone as like, hey, like, hey Google or okay Google, and it pop. God it damn did. it! No, <laughs> it just did. not <laughs> <Hey, Siri. laughs> and no, <laughs> oh, there huh. it is.
2: See, she listens. She's my friend. <laughs>
1: now our phones are just like ingrates. <laughs> they woke us up for nothing. I know. <laughs> well,
0: I I recently bought a new car. I don't know if you know that. I don't. Uh, I yeah. I have been driving that Honda Civic for fourteen years. Oh, you years. got rid of the Civ? It's still <laughs> in the garage. Okay. But uh, I'm giving it to Mother Waddles.
2: Oh, that's nice.
0: Um. Yeah, because I was. I can only really. It needs a new catalytic converter, which is like a $1,500 part. Yeah. And it needs the new tailpipe and muffler.
2: Not worth it. So it's
0: like, who am I going to sell this to that I'm just not going to get 200, 300 bucks for? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Mother mother Waddles will take the car and they'll go to dealerships and get them to do work as part of charity. Mm -hmm. Yep, Yep. Yep. So, like, they might actually be able to get the car fixed. Yeah, and honestly, the car will probably—it's at one hundred ninety-six thousand miles, not one hundred ninety-five thousand miles. It probably has another thirty to forty thousand miles in it. Oh, for sure. Oh, at least easy. Yeah. Like, are you the original mm-hmm. owner? I'm the original yep, owner. I bet it has
2: he, more than that. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. The, I, I, as long I, as you I, took care of it. I took moderately okay care of okay. it.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I changed the oil and and filters and everything like I that. Know, That's had good. the spark plugs changed, probably. At one point, uh, <laughs> I, don't I, did, when it I took it to the dealership. I put a new timing chain in it. You know, yeah, it's got 196,000 miles. What do you want? After you a while, it. you stop doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I told this story last week, but uh, the reason we got rid of it was my uh, my wife and I came to an agreement. Because I, I was overly emotional about the car. Like, I met Catherine right around the same time I got the car. Mm-hmm paid it off like it was my first adult car i bought it new should mm-hmm. never have bought it point of pride type thing yeah i gotta take a drink
2: don't edit this out no i'm
0: leaving it no because it'll be like thursday night <laughs> at like 11 <laughs> and i'll be like shit i gotta get the episode out i didn't plan well (laughs) and then um and then i don't
1: edit anything i just chunk chunk done what's what's that spike after a a, like a, a dead spot Oh, nothing. All it's right. nothing. <laughs> How come there's 40 hours of dead space at the end of this? Uh,
0: it
2: was a large smart water bottle. <laughs> I had to take. It I very accidentally left
0: it on the record button. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we made we had the conversation that the last repair was the last repair, and that happened about five months ago, six months ago, and. I was driving and I dropped my tailpipe, and my car turned into a motocross vehicle. Nice, <laughs> without without any of the excitement or power. <laughs> so it was just, yeah. blah, 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 blah. and it was like me in my car driving down seventy five, having to put in the clutch so that. I stopped revving mm-hmm. so I would have a <laughs> moment of silence. Right. Yeah. Before I had to drop it again and be like <laughs> Yeah. Ah, ah!
2: <laughs> it was Is it a stick shift? Yeah. Yeah it is. Yikes!
0: Love it. I I'm... loved it Ugh. so much. But yeah, it made the sounds of um Will Forte having sex in McGruber. <laughs>
2: what a comparison that's great stick shifts what a hassle i like them but
0: god i love them but when you're in traffic every day traffic hills
2: oh my god anytime i was on an off ramp i was like (laughs) (laughs) what was your what car did you drive that was a stick Um, I I never owned a stick shift. I just I remember when I was like fifteen, my friend Diane had like a huge ass Jeep, and um, it was a stick shift, and we were driving around some back roads, and she was like, "Do you want to try it?" And I was like, "I don't know how to drive that thing," and she's like, "I'll teach you." So she taught me, and then the second time I drove a stick shift was in Chicago, on Chicago roads. No, on a in a sun fire or sundance some something oh my and, god i can see a
0: sundance
2: yeah and it was not fun but Sketchy. i did it again and um then i've i actually the funniest one was recently me and nuvere went to spain in september and uh we rented a a little German car there and they're pretty much only stick shifts in Europe. Otherwise you have to pay a ton and uh, she doesn't know how to drive sticks. So it was just me. And I was like, okay. And like, I know how to drive a stick. So it was fine. But, I was like, I get nervous on hills. I'll just tell you that because oh, so oh, I. You stalled just get nervous thousands of yeah. times. Yeah, and people be- drive so close to you that yeah, it's like yeah. I'm gonna hit you. Right. You know, and so we were on the island of mallorca in Spain. Oh no way. Yeah, and uh, so we get all the way to our hotel. Everything's fine, and then we decide we're gonna go to dinner, uh, or we we're gonna go to this little like market, and um, it was in this tiny little like village, and I was like, all right, let's. We parked a little bit far way and then when we're leaving to get out of there i would have had to go through like the market and i was like no i'm not driving (laughs) through all those people so i turned down some random road bad idea to turn down a random road (laughs) on an island in spain because it's so narrow too so narrow and this turned into a like hiking path and on both sides of the road were like cobblestone walls it yep. was like, and so the car was a tiny German stick shift and the road was probably <laughs> an, a foot on either side. Right. And so I'm like, oh no. And there's people walking and I'm like, oh God, why did I do this? I should have just went through the goddamn market. And Bear's <laughs> like cracking up. Like you did this to <laughs> us, just so we're clear. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And so then we see a van coming towards us oh, and geez. I'm like, this- I uh, what am I supposed to do? Go backwards? And luckily there was like a little bit of a curve so it widened and I was like okay, I'm going to have to get all the way over. And so I'm like getting over and she's like, "Okay, the wall, the wall, the wall." And all you hear is oh, like yeah. scrape the wall. Luckily oh, it was underneath the mirror. Oh, so wow. like for the 2 days that we had left of having this car, I was like panicked about turning it in and getting a, like charge for it and the whole time we're like parked there while they're doing like the go around the the inspection i'm like oh no oh no just like terrified (laughs) and she's like all right everything's good i'm like okay see you later i'm like by the way that mirror's fucked (laughs) (laughs) up
0: something happened to that mirror it's crazy wasn't
2: me oh my god it was so funny though and terribly scary but yes i have driven several um cars that are stick shifts i've never owned one though thankfully because they annoy me in traffic
0: they're they're rough in traffic
2: yeah and i have zero patience on the road sorry 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 about that
0: maggie it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show thank you for doing it thank you um this is the uh, mark Marin part of the show where i'm like anything else you want to talk about you good you want to plug
2: um well since you talked about it earlier for real does happen um uh, monthly and that is a super fun show and matt is on the cast I am, and what? uh i am on the cast and a bunch of other fun people and that happens the first friday of every month and the third sunday of every month um starting in april the next two months are a little wacky because of the days in the month and Shows that were already going on, but check out the gocomedy.net to uh, see those shows and also Character Fondue. I'm in Character Fondue and that is my absolute favorite show of all time. That happens monthly as well. um, So you can check that out.
0: Are you writing anything right now?
2: I am writing a show uh, with my good pal, Katie McGraw, but we don't have like a show date or anything to plug yet, but that is actually all family oriented. Nice. Uh, So (laughs) that is super fun and silly, and we've had a blast writing it. So hopefully you guys can see that soon.
0: Wow. Yeah. I love it. You can get in contact with us at Matters Pod on Twitter and Facebook.com slash MattersPod. We'd love hearing from you. And I am at Matt Noss on Twitter. I'm at Karate Dracula. I'm at Eric Hankey.
3: Spelled exactly outside.
0: Not, Not a, even close. close. That's... Uh, thank you for listening. We always appreciate it. If you're out there and you're like, how can I be a guest on Matters? Well just send us an email. Matterspod at gmail.com. That'll do it. Right. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And with that, we will see you on the next episode. I'm a Matt
1: Matters.
0: Matters, And that's all that true. matters. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Last week. Bye. It was a good try. It
3: was, it was a, a try. solid try.
0: Uh, all right, cool. We're probably